Do one? I mean, this is why I'm here. This is why you hired me. And I got to ask you, what, what are we doing here? Billy, you know, if I it's am. not to win a championship. I want to win just that's like my you. bar. My bar is here. My bar is to take this team to a championship. Billy, we're a small market team and you're a small market GM. I'm asking you to be okay not spending money that I don't have. And I'm asking you to take a deep breath, shake off the loss, get back in a room with your guys, and figure out how to find replacements for the guys we lost with the money that we do have. I, I, I'm not leaving here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I can't leave here with that. What else can I help you with? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Yay, the greater good. All right, it's the episode, the last episode before Thanksgiving, before we sit around and eat a lot of food and have a good time. That's right. And mm. feel thankful for the things. I'm thankful for you too, clowns. I really am. Oh, well, that's very nice. Yeah, I am. You should be. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm thankful for you guys too. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this is episode 457, and tonight we're talking about Moneyball. Money, a ball. A ball of money. A big old, just stinking ball of money that has, uh, you know, it's like when you throw a dollar downhill and it just keeps rolling and growing and growing. It's just a money it's a big ball. big ball of money. Yeah. Big old ball of money. Sorry, I'm going to pause for just a second. Uh, I think it's Sam. I'm hearing like, like it sounds like you're constantly touching your microphone. Constantly touching my microphone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that me or is that is it's that not Andrew? Andrew? It's not Andrew. Oh, is that Are better? Sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> The the image is worse, by the way, because oh. you just see just a little bit of it sticking up there, like like corny is over there. Is you know is what it looks like. <laughs> You're just stroking it. All right, we're, we'll uh, we'll edit that out, or maybe I won't. Um, we'll see if I remember. Uh, okay, yeah, this is episode four hundred fifty seven. Money Ball. I said I'm Sean Arden. and joining me tonight is Andrew. Do you want me to talk? Yeah, when I point at you, Jimison. <laughs> hey buddy <laughs> I don't know why it, it still makes me laugh After 400 episodes of your of your short little responses It always makes me laugh That's what I'm here for That's why you're here for yeah. And also joining us is Sam Now there are rich podcasts There are poor podcasts Then there's 50 feet of crap Then there's us Vector I'm, I, You only put 50 feet? on there i'm i'm impressed yeah so. well we've been around a long time we've 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 yeah risen it was 150 we've we've earned we've earned eaten, a little bit of that yeah we, we've climbed back. through 50 100 feet of the of the crap i gotcha okay hey good evening i'm i'm waiting for my death oh well it's a little hard in a movie where there's nothing no way to kill you other than a fastball to the face yeah, so that would still do it oh that would probably do it. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Yeah, this is 2011's Moneyball starring um, Brad Pitt. Robin. Well, I don't know why Robin. Robin Williams. Robin White Wright is, uh, <laughs> is, a, is a, a second build. A second build. She's in the movie for like 30 seconds. Uh, Jonah wow. Hill and Philip Seymour Hoffman and Chris Pratt. Before I, uh, he got it really... Oh yeah, yeah. He, this was in the middle of his um, Parks and Rec days. You know, this was yeah. you know before Guardians and all that stuff. So he was just a he's just a dude. He was just an actor. You know, he wasn't wasn't what he is now. But yeah, directed by Bennett Miller and written by Aaron Sorkin, which I'm a big fan mm -hmm. of, of course. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, he didn't write the whole thing. He came in for some some touch-ups and things. But uh, Stephen Zillian wrote majority of it. But Sorkin came in for some um, anecdotes. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he one-liners. He he did a lot of. You're gonna hear later on. Uh, even in that intro cl- uh, clip, uh, you hear Brad Pitt say, "What are we doing here?" Uh, that question is asked a lot in this movie. Um, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but it's just one of those things where people are asking, what are we doing here? What are we talking about? They ask that a lot. So that's something that Sorkin likes to do. He likes to, to do that. He did that a lot in in, uh, in West Wing a lot. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll hear that some more uh, later on in the clips portion of this episode because I went a little trigger happy with the clips. And, oh, uh, no. There's only like 10 or so clips. <laughs> Good lord! Yeah, uh, you know. Well, when, in a movie with no action, I could see it. Yeah, it's a, it's a dialogue-heavy movie, so yeah, I wanted to uh, in- emphasize that. So, that all having been said, uh, let's do our five-word reviews. Or actually, no, we'll do Andrew's read. Then we'll do five-word reviews. <laughs> I have okay. done this before. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer-generated analysis to acquire new players. Uh, I don't grammar very much, but there's something missing about that whole sentence. Um, yeah. I mean, it tells us what it is. It's just poorly written. Oh, yeah. I'm reading that. Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer generated new players. Yeah. It feels like the second half of a run-on sentence. It does. Or the first half. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I feel like we're missing uh, like a subject. The story of... Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's successful attempt to assemble. Yeah, there you go. You know, I fixed That's it. That's all we needed. Two words. I fixed it. That's all we need. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks once again, IMDb. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. That's what they're there for. For us to laugh at them. Yeah. That's true. So before I uh, we do the rest of the of the show, had anyone have, have both of you seen this movie before? Never. A long time ago. Yeah. No, Andrew, this was uh, your, a first time for you. Yeah, I popped my money ball. Oh, okay. That yeah. sounds painful. <laughs> That's really bad. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. All right. Well, yeah. while Sean is coughing. Oh, this cough. <laughs> or sneezing. <laughs> no, yeah, that was a gnarly cough. That just came out of nowhere. Man, that was that was rough. Uh, this that gnarly cough was brought to you by uh, almonds. I had almonds earlier, and I, they were Philip like... Seymour cough, man. All right, <laughs> uh, no. that might be the uh, that it. might be the name. I don't know. Nice, it's early. We'll yeah, see. it's early. Yeah. Andrew's on a roll already. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, so yeah, this was your first time. That's pretty cool. And Sam, you said you'd seen it like a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm curious, so because, all right, we'll, we'll get into that part later. Uh, let's just go ahead and do five word reviews. Uh, Sam, what you got? Sure, um, I got a nice easy one today. Uh, basically, number game made interesting. Um, this is one of those movies. On paper, it doesn't sound like it should be fun at all. Um, you know, when we talk about not the game itself, is in particularly, but how how statistics change baseball is basically what this game or what, what this movie is about and just like the social network was you know how do you make um interrogatories uh, interesting or how do you make the affidavits interesting um i think they did a pretty good job with this i enjoyed it i i'm a little surprised that sorkin didn't have everything to do with the writing um, because i was going to compare it to things like the social network um uh and and call it a little little lacking right not quite the masterpiece uh, of writing that 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 movie is um but it kept me interested and i thought it was fun um it's a story that i don't remember uh, except for the fact that the twins beat them um later on in the year that year uh, because i do remember that happening um but 
I did not know they they got the big winning streak and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Interesting. I thought uh, Brad Pitt did well. He was serviceful as kind of the cantankerous old baseball player that is, is you know, couldn't quite uh, make it in the big leagues. Um, but yeah, it was it was okay. Okay, it's okay. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I've ever heard someone use the phrase "Brad Pitt was serviceable." Uh, <laughs> I think that's a new one for me. I, I'll admit, because I think he, I think he's great in this movie. Now, having never met Billy Bean, I have no idea what how yeah. Billy Bean acts. I don't know if Billy Bean eats all the time like Brad Pitt does, but I think you talk to Jennifer Aniston and she will say Brad Pitt is very serviceable. Yeah, I'm sure. That is true. Or Angelina Jolie. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, or any <laughs> other women that he's. Yes. Uh, and I, I, I just realized. So I wonder how many, wonder how many Brad Pitt movies we've done. Because didn't we do Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yep. Probably. Uh, no, we haven't. No. No. Yeah, we, yes, we did. We did that a we long. We did time Train ago. to Busan. No, he was not that. It was Bullet Train. Yeah, we did Bullet Train recently. Yeah. Did right. we do Fight Club? No, we've not done. I've never seen Fight Club. Oh my God! What is what is wrong? Why are we watching this? Because yeah. I wanted to. No, we've never seen. <laughs> we've never seen. I've never seen Fight Club. Just, it just hasn't. Someone ruined the ending for me like a long time ago, and so it was just one oh, of those. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's still interesting. I, I want to see it because I, I mean, David Fincher makes really interesting films, and so I, I, I do want to see yeah. it, but I just haven't. So we'll do it for the podcast. No problem. We did um, the Lost City of Z. Yeah, a while back, long. Yeah, back. Uh, well, no, we didn't. Or no, we did World War Z. World War one Z. Of those, one of those. We Z did movies. Lost City, which he is in. Yeah, yeah. And World War Z. Yeah, so that's we one. Did Deadpool. Two. Okay. Yeah, that's right. He does have a a, a brief cameo in that. Right. So, so um, we did the the Fall Guy, or not the Fall Guy, the. Uh, um. Oh, the uh, the guy with Ryan Reynolds. Freeman. Freeman, thank you. He's in. Where's Brad Pitt and Freeman? Yeah, you for a remember? hot minute. He's yep. he's like a. No, I have. I don't have any memory of him being in Freeman. I just watched that like the other day. It was on FX. Yeah, because you have to check it out. I I <laughs> pay pay closer attention. Okay. On, man. They, they cut out scenes. Um, yeah. That aren't appropriate for television. Um, okay. I feel like you guys are just making stuff up. I think Sam is just doing the thing where he just makes up stuff. That that sounds. Right. I don't. Would, I I never just, gaslight you. Never. <laughs> Ever. Only except all of the time. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You're. You're okay. So Deadpool two. I don't know why I'm curious about this. I'm just I was just curious as to how many of his we've done. I wanted to do Fury, and we will eventually. We just haven't done that yet. Just three. We've not done. Did we do Inglorious Bastards? I don't think so. No. So okay. Anyway, um, yeah, no, he's he's a good actor. I just yeah, again the the he was serviceable is, is a is a funny thing for me. Uh, he was in something called Johnny Swade. Oh, that sounds like something we should watch. Johnny Swade? Yeah, he did a bunch of stuff before like we cared about him. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, yeah, we all knew that he was in Thelma and Louise, but only for a hot minute. I guess the first film I remember seeing him in was A River Runs Through It. Yeah. But he did, of the fall. he did Cool World a few years before that. Uh, and then interview with a vampire legend of all seven, twelve monkeys, the devil's own. Yeah. Anyway, I don't need to go through his resume. I just uh, uh, I I like Brad Pitt a lot, and I I like old man Brad Pitt. I mean, I really liked him in the Bullet Train. Uh, I thought he was really good. Yeah, it was a fun movie. That was good. Uh, so, Andrew, what's your five word review? It's pretty simple. Um, two things I don't like: math <laughs> and and baseball. Um, I, I've Aww. never been a baseball fan as much as I've tried to be a baseball. I mean, I honestly have like 
given it a whirl. I, I've been to major league baseball games. I've been to minor league baseball games. And it's always like torture for me to sit through a game. I don't know why. I just, I don't, I don't enjoy the game. Have and you I, ever gone with, with a group of guys and not children or significant others? No. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and I think part of it also has to do with, uh, I was forced as a child to play little league baseball and I didn't want to, uh, uh okay. And I was always self-conscious of the pants. Really? No, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to the movie though. I, um, I don't like baseball. But and I and I don't like baseball movies really. I mean, unless it's Rookie of the Year. Uh, and had we had Gary Busey walk out and talk about the have to in this movie, I might have liked it a little bit more. Uh, but I didn't hate it. Um, it was it was a little like it was just kind of there, you know. Right. It was like one of those, yeah, it's one of those things that <laughs> I am glad that I have seen. But I don't know that I would ever want to watch it again. Uh, and I won't say it wasn't enjoyable, but it wasn't, I wasn't excited to watch it at all. Um, I, I feel like Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt, they both did a great job. But Jonah Hill, during this time in his career, I mean, he was, ah, gosh, before this, let's see, 2011, he was in the. Uh, the whole, oh yeah, we've already seen him in things like uh, Super Bad and mm-hmm. all all those funny things that he did. This is where he's trying to get uh, serious. Yeah, I guess so, and maybe that's what I didn't like. Um, because I, I don't know it. I feel like it was. I feel like his character was supposed to be a little more. I don't know. I just, it, it didn't it didn't land right for me. Whatever it was. Um, the relationship he has with his daughter and with his ex-wife and, and her husband is kind of weird as well. Um, but then again, I look at it from, as a family man type perspective and, and not a single dad's perspective. So I don't, I can't really relate, but just seems a little off there to me as well. Um, I, I don't know how baseball works. (laughs) <laughs> but I, if I were him, probably would have just fired the coach um, that was causing so much of the issues. But maybe he couldn't do that. I don't know, because he has a contract. Um, yeah, this is a lot I just didn't understand. And I think it's because I don't understand baseball. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. Um, I'm going to read something that, that will maybe... Um help with at least that last part the 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 you know why not just fire the the manager um because this this will make, this will explain some of it there's other reasons i mean he can as the gm he he's in full right to do so but it's hard to find a manager you know last minute kind of a thing so here's this is from the trivia the film is notorious for dramatic license versus the real events Art Howe, who was the manager, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, was actually on board with Moneyball concept from the beginning, especially after Scott Hatterberg became the regular first baseman. Carlos Pena was not a Rookie of the Year candidate and didn't receive that consideration until after he was traded to Detroit Tigers, where his performance vastly improved. The film also did not focus on the fact that the Athletics arguably had the best defensive infield in the league which was helpful considering their top three pitchers heavily relied on ground outs. And while the scouts in the film are made out to be archaic and behind the times, Oakland had one of the best minor league farm systems in the league. And while Boston did use the Moneyball concept to help win the World Series in 2004 and 2007, they still had the second highest payroll in the league behind the New York Yankees, proving Moneyball is good for filling out a roster but high-paid stars are still the key. So the okay. fact that they made Philip Seymour Hoffman kind of grumpy, kind <laughs> of a villain, yeah. 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 Is is an interesting choice because again, the actual manager 
was on board. Yeah. And uh, and so like the the actual manager Art Howe was really annoyed at this movie when when he found out that he's being portrayed this way. So, huh. so there is that. But okay, so I so so I too don't like baseball, like at all. Uh, I mean, if Sam said, "Hey, come over to the house and we'll watch a baseball game," and I'll and I'll provide you know drinks and food. I would do that because I would be hanging out with Sam, but I wouldn't watch the game. I'd be on right. my, I'd be on my phone <laughs> and I'd be eating. Well, and and you know, on top of that, I am a baseball fan, but I rarely go to them and I rarely watch a full game. You know, especially if it's in TV on TV or something. It's it's more fun for me to go to them um than it is on TV. But even then, I've been a Twins fan since I've been born a huge twins fan. And the only time I ever really keep up is, is when I, you know, you get to October, there's just too many games and it's too, too slow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that's me. It's, it's, there's too many and it is way too slow. I feel like let's knock this thing out in like four innings. (laughs) And call it a night. Why do we have to have so many innings? I, I don't know. Yeah, I and I, I my issues with baseball are are similar. I don't well the, the innings part's fine. Nine is fine because you know, uh, you know three and three, you know all that stuff. I, I'm fine with the innings, but you know it is the only sport that doesn't have a time. You know that there's no, there's no right. time. Um, let's yeah. put a, let's put a stopwatch on that thing. Well, they have they do. I mean, they have gotten better. They've got pitch counts or not pitch counts, but a pitch clock now. A pitch, they do um, have that a pitch really clock. helps. Yeah. Really helps. Um, but it's it's still a long game. It yeah. really is. I, I can remember my grandfather falling asleep to the Atlanta Braves baseball games when I was growing yeah. up. And well, that is what it is. Would, it is very good to do. That, that's what I would use it for if yeah. I was watching. It's the I mean, same thing with NASCAR. I can't watch. I can't watch NASCAR, but I'll fall asleep to it all day long. It's it's the closest thing to golf that you can really get to um, as far as excitement. I'd rather watch croquet um, than ba- baseball, I guess. I I just, it's just so boring. But that's not <laughs> this movie. That's just me hitting baseball. No, well, again, and I, I'm with you. I, 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 And I've been to a handful of minor league games. I've only been to one major league game uh, just because it's not, there's not one near us. It's not convenient to go to one. Uh, yeah. But I've been to, you know, a dozen or so minor league games. And again, when you go to a game, there's the experience of being there. You get the, you know, you get the the hot dog and the popcorn and the nachos, and like the sunburn, the sunburn, and the fireworks afterwards, and, and stuff like that. And and it's fine. And 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 I actually like minor league a lot because like those dudes are out there just like working it because they're because these dudes know that. I mean, these guys are making, you know, ten thousand dollars a year to to play single a ball yeah. you know like they're they're making these guys all have other jobs and stuff like that so there, there's something a little as, as brad pitt would say in the movie a little bit romantic about the game but with that being said i love baseball movies so it's <laughs> it's weird i mean one of the first memories i have watching movies with my parents is watching the natural which was mm. the first vhs my parents bought in 1987, 88, that the VHS cost, the tape cost $80. Ooh. What? That, so you really have to love it to. Uh, yeah, it was very, maybe $70. I can't remember. Dad said it was more oh expensive. But I mean, it was new technology. And the fact that you could bring a movie home and rewatch it as much as you want. Uh-huh. Um, and and I, could, I could be misremembering that. Maybe if you Google what, how much did the first tape cost, it might be not that. But. I remember, I remember it being expensive, um, but I love the natural Robert Redford, Wilford Brimley. Like, it, it's a really good movie, and it the movie's mostly about the you know good versus evil kind of a thing. But you know, it's cloaked in a baseball movie. But you know that movie, and like you said, the rookie, or um, or rookie of the year, and the rookie. Those are both uh, love of the game. Field of Dreams. Angels in the outfield. Angels in the outfield. Um, like these are all baseball movies that I really enjoy. Yeah. And Space Jam. Uh, no, not, not as much Space Jam. <laughs> uh, 
No, I did just look this up. It it says between eighty and ninety dollars in nineteen eighty. Okay. Holy crap! Then, yeah, I guess that's right. Which would be equal to two hundred and thirty dollars today. <laughs> Could you imagine spending that much money on a Blu-ray? No. You know, if the no. If, it, if a Blu-ray is and, like twelve dollars, I'm like, eh. oh. If I'll, it was the only way to see Jurassic Park, yes, I would do it. But like, no. Really. That's, Oh yeah. That would think about your favorite movie. If it was the only way to see your your favorite movie ever, would here's you, how would you I would pay that, that kind much. of money. Here's how I would pay that much. If it was an immersive experience where you had the uh, you know the 4D goggle things and you could feel and smell and touch and yeah, that's how I would spend that much money. I still don't. I still don't know if I could drop that. I I just yeah two hundred dollars to watch. Yep. I don't think I could do it. I don't seriously. Like, there's so many other things I'd rather spend two hundred dollars on. Like like a Lego set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I did have some fiber reviews. I, I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, my first one is uh, why I love baseball movies. Meaning, this movie is why I love baseball movies. Oh, that's a fun one, Sam. I like that. Uh, and then my other one was a witty, smart, fun underdog story. This movie really pushes you know that they're kind of the underdogs, and that's and that's you know that's a fun story. That's that's kind of a fun thing and. And Brad Pitt's character is super likable. He uh-huh. has this he has this idea he wants to do it and all these old curmudgeons don't want to be a part of it and and you know he he's superstitious. He doesn't go to the game and and then the one time he does go to the game they almost lose the streak. <laughs> and yeah. It's so like uh, it's like having to wear your sunglasses at a night game. Yeah, um, at a football game. At a football game, you have to wear your sunglasses because as soon as you take your sunglasses off, you get us. Your team gets a safety. Safety. Yeah, <laughs> that was me last Saturday there, Andrew. So, yeah, he wore. It his, happens. It was. It was. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the it was literally were... every time I took my glasses off, I. The JMU would do something incredible. Could, it was yeah. like, okay, son of a gun. Yeah, got to wear them. <laughs> got to wear them. Brian Gattoni that was with us is like, you do know that it has nothing to do with it. He goes, Sam's like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. As soon as I take my glasses off, something bad happens. So yeah. I'm just going to suck it up. <laughs> just got to do it. Just got to do it. What were you going to say, Andrew? This was, I just was realizing as I, as I do, I scroll through the IMDb photos uh, while we while we chat and this was right at Jonah Hill's weight loss. Mm-hmm. Like he, he went from when they filmed to, um, I guess I'm looking at premiere photos um, and he's a small man here. Interesting. Yeah. So that's when he, but he, did he gain weight for Wolf of Wall Street? Did he uh, gain that possibly? weight back? It, some, I maybe, I don't know. Huh. I, don't know. I, I remember, I thought he was about what he is there. In, in, or what he is in this movie for for Wolf Wolf right? Yeah, I I would think so too. But maybe maybe he was filming this and Wolf at the same time ish. Maybe so who knows? Oh yeah, when was Wolf of Wall Street? Um, when did that movie come out? Uh, two thousand thirteen. So yeah, probably not. No. Anyway, man, yeah, fine. he's thinner ish in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't really have much notes. I, I do have one other. Uh, I do have one other piece of trivia that I thought was pretty interesting. Is that when Chris Pratt auditioned for the role of Scott Hatterberg, he was told he was too fat, so Pratt decided to lose weight before the role was cast. "Quote: I check maybe once a week for recalls. I'd say they cast it yet." And I would just keep working out. Finally, I got in a good enough shape that I took a picture of myself and sent it to my agent, and he won the role. Huh. huh. So that's. Uh, so it wasn't Guardians that got him in shape. It was Moneyball. I think Guardians. I think he was already like getting in shape, and then because Guardians is like five years after this or four years after this. When right? was Parks and Rec though? Late, late aughts, early, early, right? I think so. Early teens. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Is that that's right. It says 2012. Well, no, 2009 that's... to 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Guardians was 2014. So he already had some recognition. I mean, Parks and Rec is really what I think yeah. catapulted him to stardom, really. Well, yeah, yeah. but like well, I remember when, when he was announced that he was cast for Guardians for Peter Quill, most people were like, the guy from Parks and Rec? And yeah. then when they showed him with his shirt off, they're like, oh, okay, we get it now. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't realize that 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 role would be as comedic as it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it really obviously worked out pretty well for him because all of those all three of those movies are really really good. Um I don't have much else to say about the movie other than I I really see I love this movie. I really do. I mean uh Andrew you said you wouldn't ever watch it again. I've probably watched this movie from front to back like start to finish probably three times. And probably another two or three where it just picks up randomly if it's on TV or something. I'll just I'll just start watching yeah. it if it's on FX or something. So I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't know if I'm just drawn to the Sorkin esque part mm-hmm. of the of the film, but I, I I I'm just drawn to this movie. I just really enjoy it. And this is one of those movies that's been on our list to do for the podcast for like three years, yeah, uh, yeah. or maybe longer, but. You know what I did appreciate appreciate about the movie are the people that are non actors that are playing themselves, like um, all those scouts yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, that I thought they did very well. And usually, when they put somebody in a film who is not an actor, you know, like they're the announcer on ESPN or whatever, they don't act well. Yeah, and there's something always a little off about them. But I thought these guys did a great job. The the CEO of the Oakland A's. Is just he's like a CEO of something else. Like he's not an actor either. Yeah. Uh, which I think kind of fit while he mm-hmm. felt like he was kind of like awkward and aloof because billionaires are. I feel like yeah. they're just, you know, they just yeah. they're weird dudes. Um like like sports ownership is 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 such a weird thing, right? Like I'm really good at something and have made a lot of money because of it. So therefore I will now own something I know nothing about as a reward for my being successful. You know, it's like, like David Tepper owning the Panthers. He's a hedge fund manager, knows nothing about sports and is evident by the fact that he bought the Panthers and they have a like 30 and 65 record since he purchased the team. So yeah. Well, I, I just want to go back to the reason that I don't like the movie that much. I I feel like there are some movies, and this may I may be way off on this, but I feel like there are some movies that are they try to make it for a wide audience, but I just don't know that this movie does that. Okay, because right? if you're, it, I feel like if you don't like baseball at least a little bit. This movie's kind of going to be lost on you, because that's where I am right now. Like I, yeah, I just I don't like baseball at all, and watching this movie, I didn't care if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't care if they won or lost. Like I was just like, it's what's baseball, whatever. <laughs> so I, I didn't really, I don't know. I wasn't made to, to care about the characters as much as I think I should have. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the subject matter or not. I mean it could be. I mean honestly, this this hearing you say that sounds like I'm sounds like you listening to me when I talk about a DC film. Yeah, kind of. You guess. know, it's like, "Oh, it's a DC film. I'm already going to dislike the film." <laughs> and which which side note, I think you're going to like Blue Beetle. You should give it a watch. It's on HBO Max now. All right. I still have to watch Shazam. Not Shazam. Well, it's Shazam 2, but what's the one? Black Adam. I'm all, yeah, uh, you would like both of those. Yeah. So I just, I just again, I, uh, my movie watching ability is pretty limited to, like right now, especially this time of year, it's, it's either um, holiday films or podcast movie. Like that's just kind of it right now. So, um, so if we do those, if we want to do those movies for the podcast, I'm down for it. But that's probably going to be the only way I'll watch them is if we do it for the podcast. 
Um, so uh, there's a DC month coming up. Is that what you're saying? You could do a DC month. That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'd I'd be all over that. Heck, we want to start we want to start January off with the DC month. I'd be for it if we can find four films that we would yeah, want to that watch, are streaming yeah. that are streaming that we want to watch. I mean, we all have HBO, right? Do yeah. we all have HBO? Yeah. Then I'd be I oh, seriously. Let's do it. I don't care. I mean, it's not even in a back corner or behind a curtain either. Well, the fun yeah. part is, is so so January, you know, January tenth is our tenth anniversary. Yeah. So you know, do do we want to do a DC movie during January, or do we want to we want to we want to wait for something else? I don't know. We'll we'll, uh, we'll oh, talk about that. Yeah, off this air, is an but, unfair. But uh, no, I'm I'm, I'm all for it though. Seriously, I, I'll watch. Yeah. Them. I just. Uh, like I said, just hearing you talk about like, yeah, I just didn't care about these characters. I'm like, well, I did. I was invested. I get into these characters. I, I, I want. Even I know how it ends. Well, because I've seen it. But you know, it's like, oh, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna get the streak? Is Scott Hatterberg gonna save the day? There's another part that I, um, I didn't capture, but it also talks about how, um, that team, this this Moneyball team had like. Four guys, you know, score or not score, uh, get like thirty plus home runs each or something like that. Like this wasn't a bad team mm-hmm. that they just and modeled you together. Feel like you know, you kind of feel like they even say at one point it's like we're the island of misfit toys. You, you feel like that this team is made out to be a bunch of hooligans. Yeah, like like necessary like, roughness version of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not. So uh, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors to me. Oh, also Billy Bean in by this time in the movie, like the, he's remarried. Yeah, and and happily remarried. So the whole thing with Robin Wright and all all the awkward stuff, like oh she has a cell phone. That's something her mother and I will discuss. You know yeah. things like that. But yeah, well, yeah. I just I don't know. It, I didn't know when I was watching it that it was based on a true story until the end. And I was like, oh, okay, this stuff actually happened. So, or it was based on actual events. Uh, Let's see. So some of the trivia I'm reading here, which is kind of fun. Um, According to the book, the bat used by Hatterberg and the walk-off Homer was Homer in... Walk off Homer in was made by a company he did not have a deal with. He wasn't supposed to bat in that game and had to borrow a bat from a teammate earlier and grabbed it on his way to pinch hit. He later got fined for using a different brand bat. I didn't know that was a thing, Sam. That's a thing. Like you players are only supposed to use certain branded bats. I didn't know that. That's that's so weird. That's very strange, but I don't know. Like so, Andrew, to your point about being lost about baseball, Sam and Brian, we were this together. We were hanging out this weekend, and they start talking about Brian is a baseball coach, and you guys started yeah. talking about rules I had never heard of. This oh this, really? Like the drop uh, drop stri- third strike rule? I had, I had no idea what you guys were talking <laughs> about. I just sat there and just listened because I like to listen to Brian tell stories, but like I had no idea what you guys were talking about. I still don't, and I'm fine. You don't need to explain it, but that's just funny. So, all right. Anything else? I got a bunch of clips. Do you want to knock out some of these clips? We Let's might have we might Let's have some funny clips. things to to say about these clips, uh, like this. No, can't hit the curveball. Well, there's some work to be done. I'll admit that. Yeah, but, there is. Uh, he's noticeable. Got an ugly girlfriend. What's that mean? Ugly girlfriend means no confidence. Okay. Oh, no, you guys are full of it. Artie is right. This guy's got an attitude. An attitude is good. I mean, he's the kind of guy who walks into a room. His dick has already been there for two minutes. Yeah, he passes the eye candy test. He's got the looks. He's ready to play the part. He just needs to get some playing time. I'm just saying. His girlfriend is a six at best. Look, if we're trying to replace the... <laughs> so, so the ugly girlfriend comment just really cracks me up. And... According to the trivia, it wasn't that he hasn't had confidence because that line is real. That was actually said in the meeting, but the purpose is to say he has poor eyesight. Is the is uh-huh. what he's trying to make a reference to is that he, 
if if he can't see that his girlfriend is ugly, that means he has bad eyesight. We don't we don't want him trying to hit the ball. Yeah, that really doesn't come across in that conversation. No, it obviously doesn't. <laughs> it just sounds like it just sounds like some dirty old men talking about how talking about a, a, an ugly girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's a yeah. six at best. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Oh, uh, I mentioned this earlier. The problem we're trying to solve is that there are rich teams and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. Yep. There is that. All right. Um, I also mentioned this earlier. It's, it's 30 seconds long, but I, I think it's worth it. Now, what we might be able to do is recreate him. Recreate him in the aggregate. The what? Jombie's on-base percentage was 477. Damon's on-base... 324 and Almeida's was 291. Add that up and you get. Do you want me to speak? <laughs> what point are you yet? 1092 divided by three. It's 364. So I like that, that line for two reasons. One, this part here. Now, what we might be able to do is recreate him, recreate him in the aggregate. The what? So it it makes it sound like again like these baseball guys are dumb, like they don't like they don't they've never heard of that math term before, right? Uh, <laughs> and then of course, obviously, the the humor of do you want me to speak? Yeah, when I when I point to you, so I like that. I like it. It's good stuff. See that that very that sounds like especially like Sorkin loves stats. Sorkin loves stats and numbers. So like that's why. This movie just, it feels like, you know, it was made for him. Same thing with The Social Network. There's a lot of stats in The Social Network. But in those early days of, um, of like, West Wing, they love, he loves, you know, giving, you know, stats about military planes and missiles and, and, and figures on homelessness and poverty and stuff like that. So, I like it. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. But so we already had the intro clip. He mentioned it. Here it is again. Because he gets on base. What, what is this? What are we doing? Okay, number. Three. See, what are we doing? What What are we doing here? So we, we we've had that one. Um, and then we'll get we'll get one more later. But until then, we get this lovely bit. But the thing the thing is is uh, you don't know how to play first base, Scott. That's right. It's not that hard, Scott. Tell him, watch. It's incredibly hard. Hey, anything worth doing is. <laughs> I don't know how that doesn't make you laugh, Andrew. You just you must be dead inside. No, I mean it was it was kind of a line that I it chuckled out a little bit, I guess, but it it just wasn't. I don't it, know. Didn't do it, it for you. To me. I was sitting there thinking honestly in that scene, like, is that the same house that he lives in in Parks and Rec? Because it looks similar. Um. Maybe not at not that place. Maybe when they were calling him on the phone. Yeah. But anyway, okay. I, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't in the right headspace to watch this movie. I, it's okay. It happens. I mean, we we've yeah. all had bad days. We all had things like that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this. Good meeting. Every time we talk, I'm reinvigorated by my love of the game. Reinvigorated. All right. Uh, well, again, if you're going to say the name of the movie in your movie, I will capture it. They call it Moneyball. Moneyball. Yes. And it was a nice theory, and now it's just not working out. It, it, when you hear stuff like that, it does make you want them to, like, so they're on a 20-game winning streak. What do you think about your comments from earlier in the season when you said that this Moneyball thing isn't going to work? Like, you know, like you always want to hear that kind of stuff. Like, like don't you ever want the announcers that call the app game and say that the app's going to lose and have them come back on and say, so we were all wrong. Yeah. You know, just I kind of want a little bit so, of accountability there. Help me understand a little bit here. How many games are in a typical baseball season? 162. They they play 162 games? Well, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. so it, much baseball. It's like almost every night. It really is. It's crazy. Why? Sometimes they play two times a day. 
what? Yeah. I, I don't get it. Because well, really, the only people doing the effort is the pitcher and the and the catcher. Honestly, if you think yeah. about it. I mean, it's I did really... see, I did see the one guy in the movie who's like this chubby guy, and I was like, "Hey, that kind of looks like me." Um, yeah, it, but uh, it well, it's also how they pay for a hundred and sixty million dollar contracts. Yeah, but the NFL does it. They don't play one hundred and sixty two games. No, they well, play eighteen. You physically but, couldn't. But no one gets paid that. Not well, not yeah. no one, but very few people get that. Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, nope. maybe Jalen uh, Hurts when it's his time. Yeah, you're saying like there's very few people. No, there's a handful of hundred million dollar guys, but I mean like. So I guess the question is, why do the baseball players get paid so much? That's a good question, Sam. Why do they get paid that much? Yeah, supply and demand. Yeah, I mean, it's go to Moneyball. Really, it's. The very best players, very few and far between. They, they say hitting a baseball is the hardest uh, skill to learn in a sport. So it's just yeah, I, it's yeah, hard I don't, to do. I don't disagree. I mean, I understand it's it's difficult. I can't throw a spiral, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's not something that I feel like is worth millions of dollars for a player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess what you've got, you've got nine players on the field. You've got a, a, I mean, total, you might have 30 guys that you have. I don't even know what, what you can have on a roster. I, I, that's how bad I am at this. 25? Is Wasn't that said in the movie? Yeah. I think so versus, versus NFL where you've got 50 something, right? 52, um, yeah. 52. Uh, it's just, it's a matter of or 53, the numbers. Something. It's it's less players means they can they can be paid more, um, because you don't have to spread that money around that money around as much. So, so yeah, so I, I, I just don't I, I don't understand it, man. Maybe that's partially why I don't like it because I don't understand it. Well, and that's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, athletes in America get paid a lot of money because we watch them, we we, we put them on TV, yep. and we and and they get paid a lot because. We allow them to. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, so I just I clicked on I t- I googled Atlanta Braves salary, mm-hmm. uh, salary. So their their top earner this year, twenty twenty three, is a twenty nine year old Matt Olson who makes twenty. He'll make twenty one million dollars this year. This year, twenty one million dollars. He'll make twenty two million dollars for the next one, two, three, four, five, six years. Per year. Per year. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I know we're not a podcast about sports salaries, but <laughs> I just, it blows my mind. Yeah. To think that we're, we're paying athletes this much money. Well, we're not. Well, I know, but I'm saying <laughs> the, the owner they, is paying it and he's paying it. Society because, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, the owner can, will pay it because of the TV rights and the ticket sales. Um, yeah. Oakland, people don't go to those games. That's why they can't afford to pay their players. And they're not They're not in Oakland anymore. Well, no, not anymore. Actually, they're moving to Vegas <laughs> soon. The Vegas. Yeah. They're going to be Vegas mm. soon. Which, by the way, there's also rumor that, that, that North Carolina might be getting a team. I hope so, man. It'd be nice to get an MLB team here. And and we've and it's been it's been a kind of a rumor for a while, um, a long while. I I remember in the mid '90s when there was talk of the Minnesota Twins leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, there was talk of them coming to North Carolina, and they put it up to a vote. And it was in the Greensboro area, and they said, "Hey, we're going to raise your taxes one point five percent on something." to help pay for a baseball stadium. And it was like 75% no. Yeah. Because North Carolina doesn't care about baseball. Now, if you want to put another NBA team, then maybe, or a foot, you know, football, but North Carolina doesn't really care about baseball that much. But yeah, Andrew, I'm looking at the team just for the Braves. Their top earner is on a $10 million, 210 year, $212 million contract. Um, Their next Next uh, guy down is eight years, 168. Eight years, 100 million. Six years, 75. 
675, 872. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. It's it's good to do that. Their cheapest guy on the team, uh, Dylan Lee, who's 28, was signed as a free agent, will make $730,000 this year. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. So, anyway, that was fun. I got a couple more. How about another one of these? It's close, but theoretically, Hatterberg. What are we talking about then? You guys keep asking the question. I don't know. Uh, I wrote fear. Oh, yeah, this, was, this also made me laugh. What's your biggest fear? A baseball being hit in my general direction? <laughs> That's funny. Seriously, what is it? No, seriously, that is. <laughs> uh, and lastly, this one. How can you not be romantic about baseball? I like that line. It's easy for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I again, <laughs> it's it, baseball is romantic for me in this medium. You know <laughs> what? Like, I feel like I don't know. I feel like what's the movie? Um, Jimmy Fallon and uh, Fever Pitch. Is that what it's called? With I, the, I don't remember that one. I think it's the Red Sox. And it's Jimmy Fallon and, and Drew Barrymore, maybe. And I think it's that movie. And um, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's like he talks about how he was growing up, going to the ballpark every day and seeing the Red Sox win. And, mm-hmm. And he had like his childhood was spent there. Maybe if that's how I was brought up, I would appreciate it more. I just don't know. I like I was around baseball a lot. I was forced to play it. It was on the TV every time that I turned around, and I just still love it. I don't know. Well, that's okay. For what it's worth, I mean, I I think it's nice that Sam has not uh, accused you of being a communist. Um, (laughs) <laughs> At least not yet. I, I have been accused of being un-American because I don't like baseball. But yeah, I mean, I I watch football. I don't. I'm not a huge sports fan. Let's just put this out there. I'm not a huge sports fan at all. But I will watch a football game all day. Yeah. Especially yeah. if I'm with friends or or whatever. It does but, help that you're you know, a marching band director and you, you're you're kind of forced to be at football games and you can at least. Yeah, and a basketball like I like basketball, but. I don't know. Baseball just didn't do it for me. Yeah, that's all right. And I think it tainted my, my taste buds on this movie. Mm. That's okay. You're an idiot! All right. All right. Oh, dear God, that was a lot of my ears. Bad news. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> all right, it's time for the game. This is the game where Andrew has found, uh, with a movie with lots of numbers and stats, we'll see how much Sam and I paid attention to what Ooh, was going probably was on. not much in this one. I'll well, tell you that much. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys right now. I knew that you guys would be paying attention to numbers and stats. And I knew that you would be paying attention to like, you know, uh, uh, equations and things written on screen. So I chose none of those things. Oh, dang it. <laughs> dang it. Oh. Or names on boards behind so, them. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Every, everything that I have found in these five questions was all something in the background <laughs> that was a visual aspect Thanks. of the film. So we're going to start. Uh, who's going to go first? Uh, I'll Sean go first. This, yeah, I usually yep. Sam Okay, I'll go Sean. First. All right. So when Billy confronts Peter Brand after the meeting with Cle- uh, after the meeting with Cleveland, a binder can be seen behind him on their desk. What does that binder say? They're sitting in his cubicle. Yeah, and Brad Pitt's sitting on the desk. Yeah, there's a binder right behind him on the screen. Uh, two uh, two thousand and twelve uh, rookies. I don't know. Sam, pitchers, base running, base running. Doc, got it. Base running is on the spine of the binder. <laughs> okay. All right, Sam. 
Okay. Peter Peter has a poster of what famous historical figure above his bed? Oh my gosh. I remember that. Um It's is it Hamilton? It is not Hamilton, Sean. Okay. I t- I don't even remember the scene. I remember when he he gets the call and and um historical figure over his bed. Um Muhammad Ali. It is Plato. 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 That's yeah. right. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Now I remember. You got to you got to remember what he what he majored in, right? He was a uh, philosophy philosophy or something yeah. i thought it was economics and, 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 well it was it was, it was like economic but he had several things right like philosophy yeah. and economics and something else yeah so plato was above his bed all right sam this is yours yes in the meeting with art Howe, after the first game with the new players a quote is framed on art's office wall who is the quote by how could you possibly see that because i because that's the, uh, that's where um, uh... good meeting every time we talk I'm reinvigorated by my love of the game that's where that yeah. scene that's that scene and I saw that quote framed mm-hmm. on my monitor and I thought I mm-hmm. should look at that because you know Andrew or whatever but it's so freaking small I couldn't see it oh I could tell what the name was written on the bottom I can't tell what the quote said but I could tell the name mm, I have no idea uh was it um, Mickey Mantle? No. No. It's a pretty good guess, but no. Yeah. Sean? Babe Ruth. Vince Lombardi. Lombardi, of course. Yeah. Of course it's a Lombardi quote in a baseball stadium. Yeah. All right, Sean, this is yours. When Pete tells Pina he has been traded, what is sitting on the table between the two of them? Whose turn is it? Yours. Oh. Uh, I thought it was just his. It was. um, It's just a piece of paper that has the contact information for. Yeah, that's put on the table later, but there's something sitting on the table between them. Oh. I don't know. It's not Brad Pitt's office. It's not going to be like food. Um, I don't know, a, a bowl of apples. I have no idea. Right, Sam? I, I, uh, I would say a, an old radio. It is a jar of red vines. <laughs> it was food. Gosh, it yeah. was food. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. All right. No points yet. Sam, last question. According yeah. to a sign in the A's locker room, what happens once a week at 9.30 a.m.? A sign in the A's locker room? At what time? At 9? It happens at 9.30 a.m. once a week. Um, is it the... Uh, uh, the laundry is taken up. It is not. Sean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. The, the when the it's when the vending machine is refilled. Catholic mass happens on Sunday at 9:30 a.m. in the locker room. <laughs> okay. okay. All yeah. right. Wow. We need to do I a better job, a, Sam. I think it's been a while since time we, that I've that's uh, just that yeah. was nowhere near. None of ours were even yeah. close. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do a better wow. job. All right. Well, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right, Absolutely. time for this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give this movie a score from zero to ten, uh, from zero outs to ten outs. No, that's not right. Zero uh, uh, points, scores, runs. That's what it runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever's is, happening. Right it now. is funny because, like, baseball and soccer are the two games, like, two fan bases that if you say the wrong thing, like, they get really upset. You know, like, oh, he scored a point. No, it's a run. You know, touchdown. Well, that like touchdown is very specific to football. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if I said, oh, he scored points, 
in a football game, no one would care. Like, oh, yeah, he scored points. Yeah. Fine. In basketball, yeah. he scored points. Uh, okay, great. But if you say he scored points in baseball, like, no, he, he ran the ball. Just like with soccer. They don't go to a soccer game. You go to a soccer match. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. Anyway. Andrew, what's your score from zero to? Well, yeah, it's a seven point six on IMDb um, out of ten, but I, I can't, I can't, um, just because I didn't care about it that much. Um, it's not that it's a bad film, uh, as far as how it's made. I, I, I think all of it's done very well. Actually, it's, it's a good story, um, but I don't like finding out that some of it is changed and embellished. Mm. Um, they all are. And, you know, I know Sorkin likes his stats and data. I just don't care about all that in, in a movie um, all the time, you know. So I was some of that kind of lost me in this movie as well. Um, so I'm going to go probably a 5.4 out of 10. Okay. All right, Sam. I, you know, it, it's, it's like I mentioned about Brad Pitt. This is serviceable. It's okay. It's a it's a decent movie to put on. You're right. It's a good to, one to put on in the background when you just want that chatter, right? You want the uh, the interesting dialogue. I, I I can't go anything lower than a seven, um, but I can't go much higher. So a seven point two five out of ten. Okay. I like how it's almost like a question. <laughs> Seven point two five. Is that okay? Can I can I do that? Sure, Sam. Maybe. That's perfectly fine. You can do that. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I I think it's pretty clear. I I like this movie. I like it a lot. I think it's well made, well acted, well directed, well everything. Uh, I I just think it's just a just a, a fine piece of art, and uh, I like it a lot. Um, so I will give it a seven point. Seven five, whatever. I don't remember what IMDb said. No, I'm not. I can't do that. That's too even. Seven point seven six. There we go. <laughs> That's a nice round number of six point eight zero three repeating. Like nice. That. Yeah, that's good. I'm okay with that. All right. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we're off next week. Uh, for mm. for Thanksgiving, we'll take a break off, and and then uh, then we'll be come back. There's one more week of the of the month, one more one more week of Thanksgiving, and the movie I have listed is The Covenant, but I I can't remember what that is. It's a Halo movie. It, really? Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> it's a, I mean I know it's like a like a Netflix like a direct to Netflix kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a fun like actiony, uh, kind of thing, but now I can't find it. Oh no! It's, it's Guy Ritchie, The Covenant. Oh, that's right. That yeah, the... yeah. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. That's what it is. Exactly. It's a it's a war movie. It's yeah. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we'll love that one. Yeah, we'll like that one. Yeah, because it's Guy Ritchie. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of. And it's a war movie. And it's a war movie. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, it's got an eighty six point eighty six percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a seven point five on IMDb. So all right, it looks like a good time. So nothing says um, you know Thanksgiving Thanks. like a like a war movie to to start us off. And then our Christmas lineup, guys, is kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> not going to lie. It's going to be kind of a blast. So I'm really looking forward. I hope you guys stick around for that. And uh, then we'll figure out what we're going to do in January for, for that. So in our 10th anniversary, which is insane that we've been doing this for 10 years. but That's nuts. It's, it, it is nuts. It, it almost makes me want to... Um, like catalog all of the things that have happened in the world since our podcast started. I'm not going to do that, but <laughs> it, it does kind of sound fun. There is a part of me, a small part, a very small part, that wants to like go back and redo our first episode. Oh like, lord! Like go back and and review Beverly Hills Cop. Is our <laughs> first, you know? But I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do yet. We'll do something fun. Uh, it'll probably just be a regular episode, but it'll be a movie that'll be special to all of us. We'll see. In the meantime, um, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. There you can find links to all of our other stuff. Please check us out on YouTube, where you can see Sam's fun art, as well as uh, you know, just like us and subscribe there. You can 
interact with us there. And uh, be like uh, our listener, Denise. Go back and listen to all of our episodes. I haven't heard from anybody. So if you're doing that, if you have, if you have listened to all 400 and something episodes, I want to know. I really do. I think that's fantastic. I think Denise might be the only one because she's the only one cool enough to do that. I mean, that might that be, yeah. I don't know. But if, if you are cool enough to do that kind of thing, please let me know. I'd, I'd love to hear it. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's our show. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Not next week. We'll see you after the break for Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.